And now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please welcome to the ice the members of the 2016 NCAA National Champions from the University of North Dakota. Welcome back to the Hasbens presented by 10K Takes and as always brought to you by the Chill Boys. Get your underwear and socks at www.chillboys.com. Long John socks, underwear made from bamboo wood. Unbelievable stuff. Today I am joined by a few, uh, you know, some of my favorite people here. Trevor the Mayor Olson. Taylor Richard is our guest, and Jack the Mace Mason is with us, and uh, my name is Sue Chief Osmus, so um, I like to go by Sue Chief Osmus nowadays, kind of like uh, Ron Artest, you know, goes by Meta World Peace. I was thinking about changing my name legally like him. I think and, you should. Uh, Ennis Cantor, you know, he's Ennis Freedom now. I'm just going to be Chief Sue Osmus. Some people might be mad, but whatever. That might have to be the... For the prediction, who loses has to change their name to Chief Sue. <laughs> <laughs> A legal name change. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our weekends here. Um, Ols, get anything good? Uh, this last weekend, um, I didn't do anything. I actually ran into a little bit of a migraine. Um, battled through. Um, but this upcoming weekend, I got myself a trip up to Grand Forks, North Dakota, little playoff hockey and a little Morgan Wallen concert. Thoughts Ooh. and prayers of Trevor Olson. Yeah. He, uh, um, he I makes it back it. safe and hopefully sober. Also, well, uh, that won't happen. But uh, I will <laughs> I will be delivering some merchandise. Oh, what's the he ha- bringing to Grand Forks? little has-been merchandise. Rocking the uh, gray sweaty here. Gage has the, uh, the black and white silhouette look. Um we're pumped. I think they're super comfortable. Yeah. Uh, my brother did a great job with it. So, um, um, yeah, unbelievable job. Um, I feel comfortable wearing the black one because I don't really like wearing pictures of myself. And on the gray one, you can really tell that it's, it's me because everyone knows that iconic picture yeah. um, of myself <laughs> See, holding I, the national championship trophy that I pretty much won by myself um, with two points in that national championship game. But we won't go over that. Um, couple huge assists. I, I I usually just say that's for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I just say that Zach Parisi. We <laughs> just threw him on there. Eleven. No, that's me. I don't know if my hair's o- my hair kind of looks uh, ginger there, yeah. but that's okay. Well, we'll get yeah. past it. <laughs> yeah. Richie, you get it up. You get up to anything good this weekend? I did not. It was a long week after a vacation down in Florida, so it was nice to relax. What prompted that vacation to Florida? What what was it? It was just cause it was just a nice getaway. Yeah. My, Kayla's grandparents have a place down there, so got to get away and relax. It was nice after a, a few weeks of grinding in the real world now, so <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was much needed. But so, yeah. so you have to work down there while you're down there, or do you just take the whole time? Off? I took I did two half days, worked Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and then took the rest of the three days Attaboy. off. So it was nice. yeah. I had to do it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to be able to do your work from just anywhere in the country. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Now I understand why everyone likes to work from home. I'm very against it because I don't have that option. So, 
You know, you people, if you like working from home, you know, get off your ass and get to work. All right. Get in the <laughs> office, get stuff done, you know, communicate with your, your, your coworkers. All right. That's the real way to do things. All right. Mace, how was the weekend? You know, pretty laid back. Uh, Friday, just watched a suit play. And then uh, on Saturday, me and some friends went to Wild Bills in Apple Valley to play some bingo. And nice. I think I was the younger, youngest person there by like 30 years. So, <laughs> yep. B- bingo night's always good, though. Bingo's man. typically an older job. crowd. Yep. I love That's bingo. Unbelievable. Especially yeah. when you get bingo, you have to yell bingo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as loud as you can. Did you bingo or no? No. In two sessions so far, none of us have got a bingo yet. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of rigged. It's so funny. I get whenever you're playing bingo and you hear someone else say bingo, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> no, no, they didn't call that one. No, I didn't hear. <laughs> um, my weekend, uh, also kind of uneventful. Um, didn't get up to much. Got to see my my good buddies, um, Neil Goff and, and Chudahol on Saturday. Love that. Um, but anyways, I did want to bring up kind of a an interesting topic because um, once again, I talked to my dad on the phone, laid low, but... So anyways, someone we know from Grand Forks, uh, kind of a friend of ours, um, her name's Holly Gruba, her husband, Tim, um, actually found, is finding out that he needs to find a kidney transplant, um, within the next two years or whatever. Um, so my dad's obviously, you know, he's talking to her and he's like, well, you know, what are the odds he gets one? They're like, not, it's not great. You know, it's really hard to find a kidney, which... You know, if anyone's willing, I don't know the blood type. I don't know if I can donate personally because I have once upon a time lacerated my kidney in half. So I don't know how that one's functioning. But anyways, you know, you got to find a good working kidney and it's really hard to find one. Um, so my dad just like, well, why don't you go out and try to buy one? And she's like, well, that, that's illegal. You can't buy a kidney if, you know, if you want. You just have to get on the waiting list. There's no buying one or anything. And my dad's kind of upset about this. He's like, well, Canadians can buy one. Well, what if I want to, you know, my kid's dying and I want to spend a million dollars and pay someone to give their kidney over, you know, how much would that be? Cause you don't, you only, you have two kidneys. You only need one to live. Um, how much would that mean to someone who, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have a lot of money and that'd be like hitting the lottery, you know, like, Hey, do you want to donate your kidney for a million dollars or whatever? Yeah, sure. And then they have a million dollars after yeah. they still have a working kidney. I mean, obviously there's risks involved, but anyways, my dad's talking about this. Like, I just can't believe I can't buy a kidney if I want one. You know, what the <laughs> fuck is this? You know, what? why can't I go out there and, you know, offer it to someone? These people, you know, it'd be a win-win. You know, I get a kidney and they get a ton of money. It's it's great. Yeah. Um, and obviously I, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, you know, like, what are the pros and cons of this? Obviously pros, you know, one, one party gets, you know, a kidney and the other party gets a lot of money. Um, why would it be illegal? Can you think of anything like, what are the reasons why you wouldn't be able to get a kidney? I think the only reason why it would be illegal maybe is just because some people are more well off so they can buy it in front of the person that isn't as well off and, yeah, I mean, that's, they both need that's kidney, clearly but... a factor. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it's it's fair for everyone. And I mean, right, yeah. I mean, in Canada, you can buy them, though. Right. So yeah. they're the ones with, you know, the universal health care, yeah. you know, nationwide free health care. Yet you can purchase an organ in Canada. Yeah. I was thinking, like, 
Well, obviously, just like anything else in America, if if you're allowed to do that, I mean, there's going to be people trying to harvest or that's know, what I was going to say. That's there's going to be people getting kidnapped. They're going to wake up one less kidney. They don't know what the fuck happened. But, the but not yeah. Uh, yeah. But not only that, somebody is going to try and monopolize it and be like, 100%. "Hey, give me your kidney for a million bucks." All of a sudden, he's got a hundred of them and he sells them for ten mil. You know, like. Uh, yeah, and my dad's like, well, I, I'm I'm telling him this. I'm like, well, people would try to harvest them or, you know, there's there's a lot of things there. And he's like, well, how could you pull that off? And I'm like, well, I just watched a documentary on this doctor <laughs> who sold over like 300 newborn babies to random people. So he would birth the baby and bring it to a back room and then he'd walk back into I, that room. I saw that. Yeah, that. he'd walk back into the room and say, oh, sorry, you're – your child is dead. I'm really sorry. What? He'd send the, the parents. He'd send the parents home, and then he'd bring the newborn baby out the back door and sell it to a family. That, that what documentary is this? I, I can't remember. But then, then those people found out, and they were like tracing back and finding their real parents and stuff. Yeah, they're all trying to find their real their real parents because yeah. they think their real parents just gave them up, or they. Th- or and these parents think their kids dead when it's really out there just living life with some other family. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's wild. I and that's watch why I'm that. like, and that's why I'm like, Dad, that that's why it's possible. Yeah, to harvest these. Or like, you don't think it's possible? It is. I mean, people are doing fucked up shit out there. <laughs> but uh, let's get into our predictions for the weekend. How do we do? I, I think I did pretty. I went three and one. Ols went three and one last weekend. Um, Mace two and two. I think. Yeah, two and two. And Jimmy, one and three, I think. Yeah. The Murdoch? Suck it, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, James. The predictions. First one, Colorado College at Nodak. I'll I'll take us off first here. Two and oh. We'll see you down at the frozen face off North Dakota. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh North Dakota two and oh as well. I'm going North Dakota two and oh as well. I'll go uh, Nodak 2-1. Colorado College gets one. Wow. Okay. We've seen it before. Yep, we have. Next series, Denver versus Miami. I'll, st- I'll start this one off. Um, <laughs> Denver 2-0. <laughs> no love for his school. Come yeah. on. I love Miami, but Denver, I mean, you got it. Sorry. Sorry, Miami. <laughs> well, all right. Um, I'm going to go Denver 2-0 as well. <laughs> Well, I'm going to follow along. I got the Pios <laughs> heading to Minneapolis. Actually, St. Paul now. They're playing at the XL. Yeah, yeah. Lucky them. Old we had to, we had to play in a goddamn basketball arena. <laughs> ice was, that was the worst ice ever at the Target Center. Do you remember playing those games? It was like, you know, we're, we're going through the game plan. And we're like, well, you know, it's not going to be a normal game. It's going to be like playing on a pond hockey rink. Yeah. You know, pond hockey rink in the springtime. Little slushy out there. Lots of snow. Don't try to stick. <laughs> it was stupid. Don't try to stick handle. Just chip it off the glass. And I'm like, you know what? This fucking rink was made for me. <laughs> and the X was made for me. I'd like. I'd like to look up all of my high school games and college games at the X. I bet you I'm two two points per game. Easy. <laughs> look it yeah, up. I wish we would have played some games there to get grab those points. No, I did. Senior year. No, I know you did senior. Oh. I'm, I'm saying North Dakota. I wish we played some games there so you could have. Oh yeah, yeah. I needed that. As a we needed that boost. out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, you know, if you're guaranteed two points in that arena, I mean, Target Center is different, different story. <laughs> oh but. yeah, dash four. All right, Mace. So you went two and zero, oh, right? Yep. 
Then I'll go uh, two and one. I think Miami's going to get one. All right. Okay. I said I was going to go ballsy, and Mace is just <laughs> out here right now. Mace, <laughs> Mace might have us all beat. All right. Next series, Duluth at St. Cloud. You want me to start? Yeah, this is a tough one. It is. Duluth at St. Cloud. I'm going two and one. Bulldogs. There it is. I'm going two and one St. Cloud. Like it? I mean it's it's a it's, damn toss yeah, up. Yeah. Both it's, these teams are good. I would I would uh, it'd be easier if it was in Duluth, but I know. That St. Cloud rinks yeah. an Olympic size. And they play their rink so well. And yeah. They've always, always every year they've got that power play that's just like God, they're they're on the power <laughs> <Yeah>. play. <laughs> and you gotta go out there and soak a one timer to the back of the leg or whatever. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna gosh, I don't it's tough for me not to pick Duluth, but in spite of Veach and all the Duluth fans that I've gotten into it over the years <laughs> on Twitter, wherever, I got Cloud 2 1. See you at the frozen face off. St. Cloud, welcome. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Duluth two and one. I think Duluth's going to make it out of St. Cloud. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good pick. Okay, next one: Western versus Omaha. Where Where is this one again? It's in at, Western. It's in Kalamazoo. The Lawson Lunatics will be in the crowd. <laughs> I'm going Western two and one. I'm going Western, clean sweep, 2-0. Yeah, that's a good choice. It's a yeah. great choice. I, God, it's, it's tough because I just saw, you know, see Omaha play that game last weekend against North Dakota. It really means nothing. They come out and win. I'm still going to go Lunatics, 2-0. The Lunatics might not even be there at spring break. Ah, I like my pick even better now. <laughs> I'll take two and one. Love that. I'm uh, I'm going Western two zero. No questions. No questions asked. All right, Love he's that. confident. Let's go. Okay, let's do some hypotheticals here. I love this segment. <laughs> this is my favorite segment. So, would you rather be a starting quarterback in the NFL? That's just starting. I'm not saying. Your MVP, Aaron Rodgers. You're just a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Or would you rather be the ace closer on an MLB team? But not, it, it's not a winning. It could be any MLB team, or is it like a top? It's you're just an ace closer. Okay. Richie, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, go ahead. I'm going ace closer in baseball. What you got a reason there? Played baseball all the way growing up. Stopped in high school just hockey. But uh I mean just think about that on the body. Like you're hanging out in the, the bullpen all day, all all evening, and all of a sudden get the call in the bullpen, you're up, throw a couple innings. You literally just go over. out there for the yeah. ninth. Yeah, literally, yeah. three outs. Yeah. Throwing maybe maybe twenty, twenty five pitches and you're good to go. Just you're getting ready chucking for the next gas. Time. Yeah. I I love I love football. But I would go ace closer in a heartbeat. 
You yeah. make they give you thirty million to oh, yeah. pitch one inning. Oh yeah, then but you go, you're and you're an ace. You're kind of in there. A lot of the games, though, you know, right? Like, yeah. if you're a closer, yeah. you're in on a lot of the games. Like, if you're a pitcher in baseball, it's yeah. unbelievable. You know, you, you pitch one game, and then you watch the boys play yeah. for a week or two yeah. in the, until you play again. So you're just yeah. chilling. Except yeah. as an ace. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm going ace. But then you got uh, Aaron Donald coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just – I was thinking about this when it's really tough because obviously the ace closers – that's an unreal position, just popping out there and yeah, chucking some heat and maybe I mean sometimes they'd probably get in, get out of the inning, out of the game in like seven pitches. So yeah, I'm still gonna have to choose quarterback, um, just because there's nothing quite like that feeling of being the quarterback. Like you know, like if you're the quarterback in the NFL team, you are walking around with a balloon head. Like <laughs> <laughs> who are you? What? What are you? What's but, your position? Quarterback. <laughs> QB1. QB1. QB fucking head's huge. Yeah. <laughs> QB1. Yeah. It's QB1. Something about that, you know, and I know people call baseball America's their favorite pastime or whatever, but NF, the NFL is America's sport. That's what everyone watches. So Na- Nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Next one. Mace, I want to hear yours. Oh, what's he going to choose? You know, I'd go starting QB as well. I like the fame, you know, being in front of the big crowd, starting every game. Yep. I'd take that. We're all about the attention over here, man, Mace. A couple of Sam Darnolds. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be sweet. I've never had mono. Yeah. I have kissed a girl before, though. <laughs> well, Lucky. I don't know about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, teach me. <laughs> 28 still haven't gotten one. <laughs> How many people do you think are out there? Like a lot, man. You think? I think there's a lot. That'd be wild. Yeah, it'd be, be kind of crazy. Yeah, it took me 26 years. <laughs> there's a lot of people that you know. There's a lot of stories out there that you would think are crazy, and there's like, holy. Yeah. They'd probably look at us and be like, hey, "You're a psycho." Days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Psycho. Well, any normal person does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one's kind of, it's different, okay? Would you rather play all home games all season long or the normal schedule, but your home games are played at the smallest rink in the town? Probably probably seats 500 people. Say that again? All home games? Yep. Or normal, normal schedule, schedule? But all of your home games are played in the smallest rink in the town. Not at your not at not at the Ralph, not at Miami's, not at Magnus. It's played in some shitty youth hockey rink. I feel like it has to be all home games. Then you don't you don't have those away experiences. Uh, but then okay, then you have the like playing beer pong at the uh Sue Apartments. After yeah. A, oh, yeah, nice, that was a nice that, Yeah, we're going to touch on that. Right? <laughs> yeah. We'll touch on we, that. We touched on that last yeah, episode. Oh, man. I'm happy to bring it up again. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Jesus. I'm going all... I'm going normal schedule, but home games are played as... I mean, that would be fucking nuts. Right? Yeah. Home games in a... 
tiny pa- barn. Yeah, you pack a thousand of the craziest people in there. I mean, it's only five hundred. Oh, five hundred. The your home games are kind of dust, but you're still playing. Yeah, I home. guess I guess it depends where I'm playing. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, because I mean, you could be if you're some s- coast arenas. You got five hundred people there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing all home games and you already get terrible, I'm I'm talking about home games like. You're playing in a home arena where it's sold out every night. Okay. Like, it's it's big time. Yeah. I'm, but you don't get that road experience. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going, I, I changed it. I'm going all home games. Stuff really? barn. You're, Stuff barn, all home games. You're ditching the road games. Yeah. It's like all home games at the Ralph just packed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that was nice playing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go... Going the other way, home games are played in the smallest youth rink, but you get those away experiences. Yeah. Just the memories, like, we'd party with you guys after. We'd party yeah. Yeah. in Duluth, like, yeah. Denver. Like, those are some of the best memories we had. And yeah, some of you guys coming to Miami and partying with us after. Yeah. Like, and I was going to – that's probably my choice as well. Um, you're sacrificing the, the big home games, but you still get some some games at home where you don't have to travel. But then you also get those away games where, and it's not even, you know, when you're on the road, it's not even when it's great. Sometimes when it's a terrible road trip, that's also like a good memory. Like, yeah. It sucks during the time, but like you look back on it and you're like, what a shit show that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're laughing the whole time. Yeah, like, that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like probably when Alan had to play us in Utah and they, they took a bus, they tried to bus to Utah and... They got stuck in a blizzard. So they slept. It was a coach bus, not even a sleeper bus. They're on the side of the road, slept or whatever, stopped. And then they just kept driving. They rolled up to the rink. We're playing at 7. They rolled up at 6 p.m. and hopped on the ice, and they fucking beat us. <laughs> it wasn't good. Just it wasn't good. We were all we were all warming up like this is a guaranteed win. Yeah. <laughs> guaranteed laughing. win night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, normal schedule, small small home arena. That's fine. Um next I wanted to touch on just because Richie's in in, in studio here. Richie was very professional about what he did on game days and his his routine and what he you know what he was doing so i wanted to bring up i kind of just wanted to hear what your full game day routine was um and i'm talking like start to finish i'm talking from when you wake up and then even after the game and until you go to bed okay I like that's this. what i want to hear i like this so you- do we have enough time yeah, oh, yeah. i want to hear every detail oh, yeah. every detail <laughs> was, yeah mine is going to be completely opposite of yours and i and i billy fucking guarantee it oh richie was dialed in it was, yeah like same exact thing yeah like it was in college a little bit it was like to a time like a time a certain time i would do things and i was like then i, I just kind of my play got a little bit down because i'm like you're worried too much so, about yeah your, so i was yeah. like and Utah, I just had it down. I did the same thing every single time for four years. Like, yeah, so I'd wake up. Usually, obviously, like, I think we had to be in the rake, what, about like eight or something. Probably wake up at seven. Made sure I had four eggs. That's it. Boat. Just straight eggs. Straight scrambled eggs. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Get to the rink, have a half cup of coffee. Don't want too much because I drink my spark 
during before yep. games. So yep. had just a little bit of caffeine because I take my nap. So I'd do my pregame or, or skate, whatever. Before I mean before pre skate, I'm just biking, stretching, do our pregame Any, skate. Anything on pregame <laughs> skate that is out of the norm? That no, just normal. Sure to, yeah, yeah, just make sure I kind of just. Just a normal stretch bike. Skate around, yeah. snap a few crispy. Yep. At the end, though, I would go to the red line. At the end of morning skate, go to the red line, have to do quick starts, like a couple, four hard quick starts, turn to the left, four hard quick starts, turn to the right, left, right. So that's one. Yep. Going forward, and I did the same thing going backwards. Hard so going you're backwards. You're on the skating. Oh, yeah. Turn that one way, test my edges. So that was that's how I ended every morning skate and then i had to shoot one puck like on the from the goal line and i had to keep it from the corner from the goal line had to hit it in the net like so at a bad angle yeah and i had to do it had to make sure i got it in the air was there ever a time where like you're oh i missed and i got fucking just rattled oh yeah (laughs) yeah or like the the guys that are scratched have to skate and they come out of that and i'm like you fucking kidding me like (laughs) i'm trying to get my pregame shit he walks in coach can't play tonight yeah. Didn't fucking put one in the net <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, so that was that. Then uh, get undressed, whatever. Made sure I sat in the recovery boots. Did the 20-minute the recovery boots. Um, go home, chill for a bit. Have my pregame meal at about 12.30. Same thing every time. 12.30 is, what, what, is the time you ate? Yep, 12.30. Usually, Pre- usually pasta? Or- oh, yeah, pasta, like... An absurd amount of pasta. Like, I would put myself in a food coma. Oh, yeah. Like, pasta. It. I would have Makes pasta. Makes the nap better. Oh, yeah. That's why, yeah. Yeah. Pasta with, like, a, a vodka sauce with chicken and broccoli every single time. All right. So, put myself in a food coma, and I would sleep for two hours, any, anything over, like, hour and a half. So, usually two hours. Make sure I'm up. We have to be at the rink by 5. I'm usually there by 4.15. I would mm. leave my apartment at 4, and then just... Same routine every time when I get to the ring. Get get the suit off, tape the tape the stick right away, measure out my spark, get some water, make sure if I had any treatment or stuff, go take care of that. And then we'd always have our team meeting at five ten. I would go down into the weight room at four fifty five, bike for three minutes, do the same stretching routine, go back in, probably five oh five now, do the meeting at five ten. Usually, sometimes I would take 10 minutes, sometimes I would take two minutes. So then, whatever, it didn't matter. I just kind of sat in my stall, waited till about 5.30. Then I'd go up to the top, find at our rink, we had the top carousel area, the, yeah. the concourse. I would do one lap around, but I would find whatever, like Tulsa, they had the box center, same thing. Allen, you kind of had, I would go outside, nice, yeah. weather, nice weather down there. So, Orlando, yeah. I'd probably go outside somewhere. But same thing, just run. Usually I would take one lap if Alan just run a little bit. Then this is where it got. Like <laughs> I would do the same exact dynamic warm up every single time. Like high knees, down. Same of, routine, same mini step. Like, yeah. You probably I, would, I wouldn't count to the routine. same steps, but generally, yeah. That's like fucking I would insane. do like high knees, kind of like slowly jog back, butt kicks, shuffle one <laughs> way, back, shuffle the other way back, karaoke there karaoke back lunge with a stretch there kind of jog back uh like twists frankenstein kicks and that was just like the start of it then i would imagine there's like one of those ladder like the ladder drills yeah. ladder there quick feet down jog back like i would pretend like it's there like i'm looping around jogging back yeah 
shuffle there, icky man, whatever. Oh, yeah. Then after I did that, then I'm going to like jumps, like high knee jumps. Yeah. So it was, that would usually take like, that was a workout in itself. And then now yeah. it's like, now I get downstairs and uh, then I get dressed the same way, like left shin pad, right sock, right skate, put the brazers on, <laughs> yep. left, left elbow pad, right elbow pad, jersey, had to wait for, get my pump up song i didn't want i was never the first one to put on my jersey either really bad, bad omen oh never put the jersey on first waited see if guys had a jersey on luckily we had guys on the team who would like just get walters dressed. walters was the first one waltz, ready every time waltz would get dressed right after our pregame meeting at 5 10 yeah. so he'd just be in a stall like this for an hour and a half just yeah. sitting there like, we don't talking go with, to guys they come by yeah like, we don't waltz. go out to warm until what 629 <laughs> like walters is ready at I would come down from my thing and he'd be already like jersey on. Be like five forty five. Was he like focused or was he just like chilling? No, just yeah. chilling. Yeah. Yeah, just kinda of looking on. If someone walked by and just He was not up to anything. He was just chill. <laughs> he just didn't want to warm up. He's yeah. like, that's a lot of work. I'm not gonna warm up. Yeah. That's you see I his know. body? I don't I don't need to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> so then I would finally get my jersey on, listen to like usually it's switched up every year, one pump up song and then So you got headphones on the whole time? Yeah, I actually switched headphones too, because I had like the earbuds, you know, like the little like now they're like Beats, the little head in 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 ear Beats. Yeah, do that for like the the run around and the stuff. But then once I got into the locker room, I had noise canceling headphones that I would put on, so no one would <laughs> no one would I wouldn't be able to hear anyone. I would zone everyone out and just it's just me. That's you know? fucking wild. Yeah, and I would like I even left this part out too. After I got my uh, I wouldn't tie my skates yet, but I would like vision I would, I would just go through like vision stuff like on the ice like someone dumps yeah. it in breakout okay that's yeah. i do so i'd go through one like how i'm gonna wheel the net next one i'm turning quick up next one i'm hitting the center i would do the same exact thing so that's that's just the that's in zone d and then i go through the neutral zone get a d to d up quick up d to d cross ice go to the offensive zone walk off the line shoot walk the line fake shoot pass so i do i do three in each zone and I do that three times. Usually I would do it once after my jock, once after my shin pads, once after my skates, done time my skates, and then I'm ready to go. So then what do you so then you play the game? Yeah. The game ends. What until you fall asleep, oh, what's man. what's up? Because picture you're probably playing again the next day or Yeah. It it depends on if we were playing again or not. If we were playing again, then I mean, you know, it's either getting in the cold tub or recovery boots, usually getting some ice from blocking a shot or something. Um, and then go, usually if we had a game the next night, they had meals for us. Go get a meal, go home, had trouble sleeping, so I'd just lay in bed, watch Netflix yeah. until I got tired and yeah. Yeah. wake up. If we didn't have a game, um, usually I work out. I'd do a full workout. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. I he's not doing like a full workout. He's just doing chess because he knows we're going to the bar after. Yeah. And he wants, I'm doing some you know, girls, get a little curls, try his chest. <laughs> he's going through the curls yep. sets after. Like, yeah, we're heading to the bars after yep. this. Got to yeah. get, get the muscles pumped yeah. up. Showed show up a little bit, a little late to the pregame at <laughs> yeah. the apartment, but I'd get there eventually. Oh, that was good stuff. I mean, that's why that's why I asked Richie because I knew I didn't know that full story obviously, but I saw how you prepared for the games and stuff, and I think it's very important. Um, for a lot of people, you know, even if there's kids listening to this, hopefully not because we're swearing half the time, but if, <laughs> if their parents are listening to this, they can tell, you know, their kids that 
this is what it takes this is what it takes to be good because Richie was probably one of the most consistent players I've played with. He was really good dialed in every you know night in night out when versus you know versus a lot of guys in pro when you're playing that many games there's a lot of guys who have you know off nights or you know they just didn't have it this night and then they're good the next night or whatever just kind of inconsistent but Richie was a very consistent player um and I knew I knew he'd I had watched him do that stuff a little bit and I knew he had, he'd have some some good story and I I yeah. think I personally think that's why you were consistent cuz you were you were putting in the work before the game and um and I happen to find find that out about myself during my career as well as the better you prepare for the game, the better you'll play. So. 100% because I was on the opposite side of that. Like, seriously, I just... Yeah, I was bring us through yours. Let's, let's hear I it. was on the opposite side because, uh, I don't know, I'd just been a lot of, through a lot of shit in my hockey career, so I just tried to have, like, enjoy every moment of, like, my day. And it's, I'm not saying that you didn't enjoy yeah. that. If I was that focused, I'd probably still be playing because that's something that I lacked. Um, and it's something that I noticed like on the ice, like, Oh fuck, I'm kind of sluggish today, you know, like, but then the other time, so at college and at pro was completely different for me. College. Um, I said it before, I didn't play a whole lot, so I didn't take my stuff very seriously in college. Um, so we'd wake up, I'd roll out whatever, 20 minutes before we have to be to the rink, I'd go to the rink. We'd have our, you know, breakfast there. We'd eat that. And I'd, you know, maul down an omelet and like hash browns. Friday, Saturday, it's tough to eat though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so whatever eight. And then we didn't really, I didn't do anything before pregame skate. Like we just, I just got dressed, went out there, pregame skate, came back and we had a little bit of time before lunch i'd go back to my apartment play video games we'd come back at 2 30 right yep. or two o'clock for power play it was penalty kind of kill a weird i thought about this after the fact in college we ate the, the pregame meals at like 2 to 2 2 30 when i was in pro i was eating every pregame meal at like 12 because yeah. yeah. if i ate at 2 30 could move i would be done yeah so I, when i thought about that thinking back i'm like how did we do that yeah and so I'm going to add on to that. So we'd had, I have our power play PK meeting, you know, my first two years, I wasn't part of either meeting. So you know, I'm there 30 minutes early, just chilling, like maybe hitting a ping pong ball, whatever we'd sit down, we'd do our pregame meal. Um, and it was pasta and sweet potatoes. And I was filling my fucking bowl up to the brim at two 30 in the afternoon. We play in four and a half hours and I've got you know, 1700 <laughs> calories on my plate. Like, oh, yeah. I just didn't take it very seriously. And it's something I wish I would have done. But, uh, then we'd come back for game time, had to be there two hours before five o'clock. We'd do our meetings and then, um, I'd go play soccer and I didn't do for my first two years. I didn't do any kind of warm up besides soccer. I literally just played soccer because it was fun i was laughing you know i got to peg people with a fucking soccer ball <laughs> getting the body warm yeah it still works you know it, it does it absolutely does and that's something i took with me to pro but um then i just get dressed and i'd go to the game and then after the game i'd play video games until two in the morning and then yeah i was gonna i found that interesting when i thought about myself was when you're playing those games you can't sleep after for some reason no yeah. 
like adrenaline. You want to go to sleep because you know you got to get up early the next morning and do you know do things the next morning. But you're just wired. I I almost knew that I wasn't going to be able to sleep though, so I yeah I you had a routine. I said you yeah. know you know what I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm gonna and also I forgot to add this. I used to uh, suck down four ibuprofen before every single game, both in college and pro. Just terrible for you, but it was just one of my routines. Um, but yeah. Um, video games, I knew I wasn't falling asleep Friday, so I'd just play until 2 a.m., then I'd pass out, and then I knew I'd be getting a nap in on Saturday, like a good yeah, nap, so yeah. that's why I kind of yeah. did that. But then pro, I completely changed. Um, not so much in the morning. We'd show up. I wouldn't do anything. We'd get dressed, but I was always the first one on the ice, um, whatever, skate around the circle like every hockey team does. We'd do our little drills, um, then I'd get off the ice and cold tub. And then after that, I'd go get my pregame meal. The only thing I ate at around 1130 and I'd get a breakfast skillet every single time at, at home games, breakfast skillet with a chocolate chip pancake on the side. <laughs> first watch. If you guys have never been to a first watch, it's fucking so incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So I used to get first watch. Where is it? It's like a. I don't know. It's like a chain down in the south, almost. Yeah, I think. I think I, had, I think I went to one we put in Indy. Yeah, it's kind of like a healthier, like. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's good. I mean, the skillet had you know eggs, avocado, sun dried tomatoes. Like it was it was pretty good. And then I finished it with a fat chocolate chip <laughs> pancake. You, you know, reward you <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got you know something slightly healthy over here. I might as well finish. Um, then I'd go back to uh, the apartments, play video games for an hour, um, sleep. I tried not to sleep more than two hours, so I I was really like big into an hour and a half. So I'd play video games for whatever, an hour, hour and a half. I'd nap, hour, hour and a half. Then I'd be up at four. We had to be at the rink at five. Um, we'd have our meetings. I'd shower before the meeting, get my undergear on, sit through the meeting, then I'd play soccer. And then this is where I changed. I actually did a five-minute bike after playing soccer before getting ready. And it actually changed how I felt like tremendously on the ice. And so that's something I did for the next two years. I used to just like throw my legs up and like think, oh, you know, I'm getting all the lactic acid (laughs) out of my, you know, and then I'd, I'd feel sluggish, but just going hard on a bike for even five minutes, it changed my consistent like play by a ton. But yeah. Um, And then I was a psycho. I'd go home and like college, I'd play video games until... 2 a.m. because I knew I wasn't sleeping. What game are you playing during that time? Fortnite? Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite yeah. was the big one back Couple in the day. Wins. Yeah, senior senior year and then two years of pro, basically all Fortnite. Yeah. Would you would you get a win every night or just some nights have off nights? Would well, I, yeah, in in college we played with some of our teammates. It, it was a good time. But in, in uh, pro, I played with Michael Brodzinski, who's an absolute sweaty child at that game. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's just all the a, brothers are so good at video. They're games. all good. It's it's, it's, they're just one of those families. Yeah. They're good at every. Why you know, does they that pick make up a, sense to me? Yeah, he's <laughs> just. I don't know. I don't know. They're all. They're all good at. It. I played with all. There was one time. It's called um, uh, creative, and it, they have ten of their buddies get on, and we're all playing playing against each other in the same match. And these Brodzinski kids are fucking yelling at each other in the microphone, but they're fucking building and shit. And I'm just standing on the ground, like trying to like pump shotgun. <laughs> but I liked, I liked video games because it took me out of my reality. Right. 
It, yeah. it, it allowed me to go somewhere else. Sure. I didn't think about hockey if I played bad or if I played good or whatever. It just kept me whatever. Yeah. So, Yeah, that's – I mean, mine was – it's nothing groundbreaking really. You know, wake up, go to the rink. I didn't do much before pregame skate. Um, but during pregame skate, I there were th- some things I would make sure to work on. Um, Richie kind of touched on a couple of them, like – my pivots skating forwards and then, you know, you kind of practice if the puck gets turned over, you got to pivot backwards. Yeah. Always work on that. Make sure to never cross over. Um, cause you're taught, you know, as you, as you go up levels, if you start crossing over on your pivots, a good player will expose you. Yeah. Cause you can't control where you go when you're crossing over. You're just going straight back versus if you have two feet underneath you, you can go left, right, wherever. So, I would work on that a lot. Skating was a big thing um, in pregame skate. And then get off the ice again, you know, kind of act like you're stretching out and, you know, maybe see if a coach is watching and, you know, like make sure you make eye contact. Like, yeah, I'm stretching out for the game. (laughs) See, I was the opposite. I'd, 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 I'd like walk out of the locker room and I'd slap Dane Jackson on the ass and I'd be like, see you later, man. Like, I just didn't. But then in, so my, my pregame routine kind of changed over time as I, I experimented with a lot of things as I'm sure you guys have, you know, you, you kind of change things up if they're not working or if you think that was a problem. Um, in college I would take, you know, sometimes I would take a two hour nap, three hour nap. Well, I, I, I found out later on that 45 minutes is best for me. If I sleep longer than that, I'm groggy and, you know, I kind of feel tired. Yeah. Um, but if you sleep, if you take a nap for 45 minutes, you know, you wake up, you're refreshed, like you feel good. So that's kind of what I tried to keep it to. Um, and then in college, obviously, like also saying we would fill our plates ridiculously. I mean, it's, I don't even want to know how many calories we ate. It probably wasn't that dumb because we did burn a lot, but. It, it, it wasn't, I couldn't, I could never do, <laughs> I could never do that in pro when I got to pro. We always ate at 12, I always ate at 12 o'clock. I'd cook my own meal, um, a lot smaller portions. So when I'd show up to the rink, I'd almost be hungry, you know, kind of get a piece of toast and, and some peanut butter in. Um, but I was also a soccer player when we got to the rink and in pregame, um, played two touch for a while. And as soon as I got out, I kind of, Depending on the day, you know, how I was feeling playing two-touch when I got out. But if I got out early, it didn't really matter when, but every game before I had to stick handle with either a ball or, a, you know, a sliding puck, a green biscuit. Because if I, I learned that if I didn't stick handle before these games, before I went on the ice, my hands were just terrible. Versus if I if I spend fifteen you know ten to fifteen minutes stick handling before the game, you know I could make those passes, wheeling around the wheeling around the net with my head up. Versus if I didn't, I'd be staring at the puck, you know, because yeah. I don't know where it is. Yeah. So I really I really had to preheat the oven there with the with the hands. <laughs> um, and then yeah, you well in Utah, they were nice enough to supply us with a uh, masseuse. So that was one of my one of my things. I'd go in there every time she was there, get a you know, back massage, whatever hurt, you know, if hips were sore or whatever. That would feel great. Um didn't get that luxury in North Dakota. I'm gonna talk to Bubs about that. Yeah. Um, I think that should be a thing. Yeah. 
But then, yeah, no, when I'm getting dressed, it was always right, right skate on first, left foot skate, right shin pad, left shin pad, right sock, pull up, strap it in. Left sock, pull up, strap it in. Breezers, right foot in, pull up, left That's foot in. Yeah. Weird. 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 That's weird. I could never too. do that. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So then. But I think subconsciously I did. Yeah, yeah you probably. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I Like I always put my right shoe on first. Yeah. Like, it's, you don't think about it, but I do. Yeah. That's oh, weird. Yeah. 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 So I do that and then obviously play the game. Um, it kind of. I wanted to bring up Richie's consistency because in, in college it was easier. It was easy to follow your pregame routine and everything you did. You'd played two games a weekend. That's what it was. That's it. Well, yeah. in pro, it's a lot different. You're playing different nights. Sometimes you're playing three and th- three and three. You know, four and five. Um, and obviously, on some of those some of those days, you know, you're playing the fourth game in fifth five days. Yeah. It's like. Okay, I'm not sleeping. I'm not taking a 45 minute nap right now. I'm taking a three hour nap. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough to eat those days or whatever. So it changed a little bit. But Richie was, you know, on those four and fives, and if you played a matinee game at 12, really hard to follow your routine. Oh, absolutely. Richie was really good at following his routine, no matter what the circumstance. So I think that's a huge part of, you know, obviously why you were successful, but that's why a lot of guys are su- successful because they don't, you know. If you have a routine, you have to, you have to follow that and, and keep up with it, no matter the circumstance. Because, and that's the toughest part is keeping up with it. I, yeah, I feel like you you have to find out, you know, what works for you. Yeah. What what works for somebody else might not work for you. No, right? Right, no. Yeah. And I and I thought, oh, you know, I'm not going to fucking bike. That's terrible. Like I don't want to do that. But that part actually helped me. But then you know, I always. I tried listening to music in the locker room, but I hated it. You know, I wanted yeah. I wanted to have yeah. no headphones where I could converse with people, and, yeah. and you know, I could be like the lighter, yeah, you know, guy yeah, in the yeah. locker room. Loose, if, yeah. if people wanted to zone me out, they could put in their earbuds. You know, like, like it. <laughs> everybody has something different. You just have to f- almost kind of calculate out what works. If something works one day, does it work every day? That kind of thing. So I'm sure you kind of went yeah. through some of that stuff too. Yeah, I feel like in, in college, I would kind of let stuff like if it didn't go exactly as planned, I think that would mess with my head, and I, and then I would like be like, oh, it's because of this. I didn't play good because of this. Yeah. And then once I got to like junior senior year, I was just like, got my routine. Start. I'm good to go. Like if something happens, oh well. Like I'll just get back yeah. out of my routine. So yeah. it wasn't like it was very like meticulous. But like I wouldn't let other things affect it. Like if someone came over to me and wanted to chat with me, it's like, oh sh- shit, I didn't tie my skate at this time, you know? Like, yeah. I, I was never that point, but it, I didn't have to. That's, I wasn't reliant on certain things. Yeah. You that's know? when it can hurt you, right? There's like a routine is good. Mm-hmm. Superstition, yeah, can be viewed as bad. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. because if one little thing, if you're worried about timing and yeah. however many steps you take and yeah. all this, you know, kind yeah. of OCD stuff, right, yeah. It can bite you in the ass because if you don't if you don't complete one of those things, then you're gonna play bad because you right. just think in your head, yeah. well, I'm fucked now. Yeah, I had to think I had to like my freshman like sophomore I had to listen to a certain song at a certain time. Yeah. And then after that I was like, Okay, like once I got away from that, it was like, Okay, just stick to your routine and then I was like night and day after that. Like, yeah. I, that's when yeah. I kinda started yeah, my so- sophomore year was a bad, bad year. <laughs> so ever since then it's been <laughs> Oh yeah, we always I mean that- Yeah. I had those, <clears throat> I had some of those superstitions where I forgot to do one of them and I'm sitting on the bench during the game and I'm like, 
I don't want to go out there. I'm fucked. Something bad's gonna happen. I didn't do this. You know, I didn't. I didn't eat the granola bar at four o three p.m. What the hell? Seriously? Yeah. I yeah. see. I I never got into that, but I don't know. I mean, I guess like I was the guy that passed the pucks out of the corner. Like that's something that yeah. I did mm-hmm. uh, in Orlando. So I guess that. There's know. little things, yeah. you know, like you you walk onto the bench before the game. No one's in the stands, and you tape your stick, just looking around. Yeah, like, yeah. Can't wait to make all these people raise rise to their feet. <laughs> I tuck tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I never said that, but some guys probably did. Yeah, no. <laughs> Only when I played Saint Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, Richie's career. So, Richie from Blaine. Yep. Play high school there. Yep. Did you yep. graduate? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And, then you go to Aberdeen. Yeah, well, I was almost I was about to be done after high school. I was like five, six, five, seven, and I wasn't talking to anyone. Like on our team was Bukestad, Tufty, Shide, Tony Larson, like all these guys getting D one offers or going to play like USHL, and I wasn't talking to anyone. I was like, okay, I'm not going anywhere. So I actually applied to uh, River Falls. I was going to play, try to walk on there and play D three hockey and baseball. And I applied to Mankato, got accepted, and I was just going to go try and walk on there. So I was like, all right, just give that a go. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the year, guy at MAP, uh, Howie, coaches in Austin, he's like, hey, I'll get you a trial for Aberdeen. Like, go give it a try. So I uh, actually signed up for that pre a pre-draft camp. Went to Aberdeen's pre-draft camp, signed up for like Alaska, Bismarck. Um, so I signed up for all those pre-drafts, and I went to Aberdeen and actually got their last tender. So I was like, Holy shit! All right, got got a got a job, you know. So then went to uh, the main camp and yeah, played a year in Aberdeen, which was, but yeah, it was. Was it? How did you like it there? Was it, it was. It was a free. Yeah, I was the first year they were a team in the NA, so it was their first year. So yeah. they didn't have a lot of like familiarity of, of what the What's NA the was. Yeah. yeah. So like from now, like people go to Aberdeen, and I guess it's just the rink is insane. Like they got seating on both sides. There's suites. Yeah. We just had seating on one side, and it looked like you were playing in like a pole barn. But the fans <laughs> were wild. Like we would sell it every night. The fans were going crazy. They didn't really understand the game, but yeah. they were just loving to be there. Same it, as any other yeah. junior town. Right, it was so fun D- to dollar play. beer night. Oh major, yeah, just going exactly, nuts. Exactly. Yeah. It. So I loved it, and I was uh, got close with the family. I was with the Hollands. They had two girls and a. They both actually play hockey at Gustavus now, and a little boy Derek. So I, I got close to the family, and that next summer after I would. Went there for the fourth and hung out with them. So I loved, I loved the Aberdeen. And then you, so then you go to the Fargo. Well, yeah. like when did you know you were going to Fargo the next season? At the end of so Aberdeen, we didn't, we weren't very good. Like first year team, not very good. And uh, towards the end of the year, um, I I ended up having mono. The doctors were telling me I had strap Make, making all the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, dirty heavy. <laughs> so I was like, I was playing, and all of a sudden I got hit so hard in the chest one time, and I started coughing up blood, and I was like, okay, something's not right. And I went back in, and they're like, yeah, you got mono. And that was after a final weekend series, and I was like, oh, like no wonder. Just played two games, two nights. We had we're down to like three D. Next uh, day, it's a Sunday. Fargo coach calls, like, hey. You want to come up? It's because Aberdeen's not far from you know up in Fargo. It's like you want to come up for the weekend, skate, and um, kind of do like a mini tryout. And I was like, I can't. I have mono. So I was like, Well, there was my shot yeah. to go to Fargo. I'm gonna have to go back to Aberdeen. Oh. I mean, which I wouldn't mind. But luckily, uh, in the spring, they called and they're like, Hey, we got an open spot at uh, one of our camps. You want to come? And I was like, 
yeah, sure. So I went to that camp. They're like, all right, come to our main camp. Made it through main camp. And I was like, all right, going to play in Fargo. And I was actually roomies with uh, Johnny Brzezinski. Oh, really? So yeah, we grew up playing again in with each other in Blaine. And then we go to Fargo and we get to live together at my uncle's house. My uncle was a billet. No way. Yeah, so I get to play in Fargo and live with my aunt and uncle for the year. And it was unreal. That's unbelievable. I loved it. Tell your uncle, like, hey... We're playing the shitty team this weekend. You should probably uh, take a trip out. You know, just go somewhere else. I'll, I'll hold the <laughs> we, fort we would, down would, here and have yeah. a nice little party Saturday we, night. We would we find, sweep these fuckers. Right? We would find a case of beer every once in a while down in the basement. And that's when Goffer would come over and we'd have a couple beers on <laughs> <Yeah>. Sunday. <laughs> you guys had – that's a solid squad. Yeah. Who else was on – was Chiz on your guys' team? Chizzy, Austin Farley, Hargrove. Oh, my yeah. God. Dom Rock, Dom Rockefellos yeah. out east. Yeah, <laughs> Willie Corrin, yeah. Brian Cooper. We had a it was a mini NCHC little. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's a good squad. Yeah. All those names. I follow. Yeah, yeah. It, we had a we had a good squad. It, that was that year was so fun. It was a blast. Did, did you just play the one year or two? One so, year at Fargo. One year, yeah. Okay. But I was getting ready to go back for my last year, and we were in main camp. Um, it was one of the camps, and uh, we we're at St. Thomas Ice Arena, and uh, all of a sudden, one of the coaches came down as like hey this guy from miami wants to come and talk to you i was like all right yeah sure so it was brent brecky who was the assistant coach and now he is a head coach at st lawrence he pulls me in and my parents are there so he's like yeah just bring your whole family and like yeah so we had a defenseman leave um are you interested in coming to miami and i was like well i don't know like i kind of want to see the school like being from minnesota like i had no idea like my dad you don't hear at, about yeah, my dad put at the U. Yeah. I love North Dakota, like UMD, St. Cloud. And prior I going back, I went on an unofficial visit to St. Cloud at the end of my first year with Fargo with Johnny. He was already committed, but he brought me down there. So I was like, ah, yeah, I'll come visit. But at the back of my mind, I'm like, St. Cloud. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So uh go out, see the school. He fly they flew me out the Monday after the tryout, and I was like, All right. And it's summer, so like you don't no get a good there. feel. Yeah. yeah. Only the athletes are usually there in the summer, so I go there. But I was like, holy shit, like, this place is unreal. Which it is. Yeah, like, and there's not even, like, the campus there. Like, no, no, I mean, not, the students aren't there. Like, yeah. you just see the red brick of the buildings, and they give me a tour, and I go to hang out, like, at Hawks Landing. It's a big pool in the summer where all the athletes hang out, and still some girls are hanging out <laughs> in the summer. I'm like, all right, like, this isn't too bad. I can get used to this. So I fly home, and Moscow got wind of that. I went out to Miami and he's like, Hey, we'll give you a, we'll give you a full ride. I was like, I don't know. Like, cause they were back and forth. If, um, they had another guy, if he could pass some test, I think it was a European player. If he could pass a certain test, then he was going to go. And then they wanted me to go play a year. And I was like, I don't want to be second choice. I'm going to Miami. So I ended up going to Miami and that's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah that's I, a good story. I loved it. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, yeah, and then when I went there, actually in September, when it was full campus students, I was like, "Holy shit!" Go to the bar for the first time. I'm like, yeah, I made the right yeah. choice. Like, yeah, Brick Street on a Friday night. Like, oh. oh my gosh, yeah. So let's get into your now. Let's get into your Miami days. What's it like? You get to campus. I mean, this this college, a lot of people don't know, a lot, of, a lot of these listeners, they probably have never been to Miami's campus in Oxford. But 
when you arrive, you don't know what to expect. You fly into Cincinnati, right? Yep. And then you drive yep. an hour or something. Yeah, 45 minutes. 45 like minutes. Farms, cornfields, yeah. yeah. You drive to Oxford. You don't know what to expect. But then you arrive and you're like, this place is pretty sweet. So what are yeah. your thoughts when you arrive as a freshman? What's it like? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, like you said, you're just driving through cornfields and all of a sudden just huge red brick buildings. The campus is all red brick. Like it's super nice, well kept. And then all of a sudden, like you're looking around, like, like I said, I went there when there wasn't a lot of people and I got the campus and for my first day walking around, I'm like, wow. <laughs> when I was going there, the ratio was like five to one girls to guys. And yeah. They're not just like, they're good looking, pretty. They're not your average. No, they're pretty women. Like it's usually the wealth, wealthy women, like wealthy families from like Chicago, yeah. Columbus, out East, like Boston, New York. So like, it was just like, eyes were wide open. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never like. And you're on the hockey team there, which yeah. is, it's got to be a kind of a big deal on that campus because yeah. it's probably they do have a who, who came out of their football pro- program ben, Rob, big ben. Yeah. yeah so i don't know how they, i don't think their football cr- program's that big but it's got to be all hockey kind of thing. yeah yeah when i was there it was football team was decent um the first couple of years they weren't too good but then they hired chuck martin who was at notre dame i think he's offensive coordinator there and then came over but yeah we're the we're the main team on campus um a lot of it was like fraternity and sororities, but it was, we were the main sport and like people would camp out like to get tickets for like Friday games. Like they wouldn't go to class. We'd walk to morning skate and there'd be tents outside the building, like people sleeping to get tickets for the game. And we do like a run around before our game and people are lined up like in, in lines, lined up around the rink. And we do like a, just kind of like a, a lap when we would uh, just, High five the whole chain coming through like oh I would have ate that oh, shit like, up. yeah oh, it was that's so fun. yeah why you trained yeah, yeah, like, yeah like, that's why you shot those pucks and yeah. did those that's why I did those skates. curls yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you had that and yeah and then that part was awesome we had a weight room on kind of by our dorms and then my end of my sophomore year we actually they built a million dollars weight room and which stuff. I want to touch on yeah yeah we can get that after yeah the picture you guys took. Oh, with the, the chain gang. You remember the oh, chain gang? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was summer. You remember summer. the chain gang picture no. from Miami? Yep. So they they got this, sorry to Summer interrupt. workouts, yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but this was when you, this was your sophomore year, I think, when you guys, or my sophomore year, I don't it know. It was my junior year. Your junior year, when you guys were nasty. Yep. Unbelievable team. They got this new weight room, and they took this team picture and posted it, like, on Facebook and Instagram and it. And all of them are like wearing chains over their necks, and like it's actually a, that's sick. it's actually yeah. a sick picture. They're probably but, all shredded. But too. at the time, we saw it and we're like, "Oh, look at these pussies! <laughs> <laughs> what losers!" <laughs> and we like we're trying to manufacture hate from this picture. Like, look at these guys. I think they're sick. You think you're cool? <laughs> Let's go. That's probably one they put up on the wall, like when we were playing against Miami. They were like, look at these fucking guys. Hack just tapes at the whiteboard. Look at these guys. They think they're pretty slick, eh? That's Take a look. <laughs> they look like they they think they can beat you guys. I, I want to add on to this. We used to have, we spent, you know, like our six weeks in the summer up on campus. I spent all summer up there. But um, we do like uh, a Friday workout at the volleyball courts. And, you know, we'd do sprints, whatever. Then we'd play, like, team volleyball, whatever. And then we'd do a team pick. And all all the guys are just 
tarps optional, like whatever. And I'm just sitting in the back with my shirt off. <laughs> oh God, I guys, hated being the chubby guys, fucker, let's all take man. A, let's all take our shirts off and take a workout picture. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I'll be in the picture. Of, my shirt's gonna be on. I like it. I was like, just my head. I have my shirt on. <laughs> Make sure you're in the back, bro. Oh, yeah. Maybe show the traps I was, a little bit, dude. But I was going to college with all these fucking idiots. They're four percent body oh, fat, yeah. dude. I'm fucking fourteen. I look like a. Oh, goddamn... you're preaching the choir over there. He's yeah, a, he's a freak. I know. I was the <laughs> I, I was the Michelin man. man. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it wasn't fun. I never, oh, I, I never grow out That's of it. That's why I said I'm never going back. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> so let's continue on the Miami path here. So you're obviously it's unbelievable playing for Miami. I mean, when are when are the big? You know, how are you viewed on campus from the students? Like, are you guys the big rigs? Does everyone know who you are? Kind of thing in yeah. town, or is it kind of subtle? Yeah, when you're like freshman year. Like a start, people don't really know, but like when I'm walking around, I'm walking with like Zarni or or Kurt McKenzie when I was a freshman, like people knew who they were, like for sure. Like and then going to like sophomore, I'd be walking around and people would knew who I was, like knew I played hockey. And then uh like the bar owners really knew who we were. So like at Brick we knew Will the the owner and we just kinda like after games we'd be sprinting there kinda like Was that your guys' spot? Brick or we also would go to Pachinko's. And that was like our start off spot. Go up, we'd have like a little corner, and we we just go through the back door. Like line would be down the stairs around the building, and we just one person would kind of like go talk to the bouncer, go back down, let the door open, we're right back up, and then we have our back back corner. Wide would always play uh, Hoop Jones on those touch screens. Uh, yeah. You just sit there and play Hoop Jones all night. We just <laughs> be hanging so out. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then once we go to brick, like that line, like some people won't even get in because they're standing in line for two hours. But we would just either go to the side and where the bouncers and they're checking IDs, we just kinda like knock and we'd kinda like peek over. And then all of a sudden she'd be like, All right, yeah, like who which who's all with you? And we'd be like, This person, this person, this person, some people had girls with them, you know, they'd be like, Yeah, that girl, this girl, oh, that person right there. All right, let them in. And then we just go in and we go right to our little corner at brick and Will would come over, like, hey, you guys want shots, you want some beers, what do you want? get our drinks and just hang out in like that's corner and like love that people Good would come energy. over like we we were friends with like the football guys yeah basketball guys they'd all come over hang out and then you'd have like some of the sorority girls they'd come over try to hang out mooch some drinks off you and be like not happening tonight like you're not getting free drinks like you know some yeah. of those guys are handing them out though oh yeah yeah let's yeah. be honest oh yeah <laughs> I might always times. Falling for <laughs> listen if a gal's coming yeah, up to hand me, up, hey. hand up i'm guilty <laughs> do you need a yeah. drink yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, two three four <laughs> Your friends oh, you gotta all, go. Oh your no! Your friends all need a drink. Shit. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I'll I'll take ten of those. Get the bill, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah, Actually, the, he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> and they get the drink and run. You oh know, yeah, like, that's the worst. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> okay, so Rich, I gotta ask you. Yep. So obviously, we pull up to Miami our first time. Really, no, no one on the team has seen it. So my first, my freshman year. It was the first year of the NCH, yeah. so it was kind of the first year we would yeah. travel to Miami. Yeah. Um, so we go to Miami. Don't really, no one knows what to expect. We're drive, you know, you drive to the rink, pregame skate, then you drive back to the hotel, and you're driving down these roads, and every single house on this campus has like a billboard on top of it and a name. There's a name for every 
single house. And it's unbelievable. I think that's the greatest idea ever in yeah. college because where are you guys at tonight? Oh. We're at, at the beach house. We're at the Panthers, you know, we're at the Panthers tree. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we're going to Panthers tree yeah. or whatever, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Where you guys, did you guys ever have a house that had a name on it? Like those yeah. houses? Yeah. So like the main house when I was a freshman, that was the house I got passed down through. Uh, so you're uh, a freshman living in a house. I wasn't, but like that was like when I was oh, a freshman yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That was the main house. It was called Bar Down. Yeah. Everyone okay. would know like, hey, party at Bar Down. Everyone would be like, no one asked where it was. Like everyone knew Bar Down because yeah. we had hockey gloves and a stick. Like instead of like that sign, it was hockey gloves and a stick. Everyone knew it was the hockey house, you know. And then uh, my junior, we got, once you're a junior, you can live in houses. And we went and found a house and we called it Camp Hope. Kind of like the heavyweights, like yeah. the fat camp, you yeah. know, like Camp Hope. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> so what's, it, that, what's that movie called? Heavyweights. It's Ben Stiller. Lunch is canceled. The Count of Hustle. Lunch is canceled. So we had Camp Hope, but yeah, there were some good names like Sorority. This one sorority house was called Eight Out. Like, yeah, we're going to Eight Out tonight. You know, there's a bunch of girls there. Like, so yeah. What, it, it, what happened to those girls after the night? Did they get. Oh uh, yeah, we went home. Yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went we, home. We went home. <laughs> yeah. I would have been in that group. <laughs> yeah. Use oh, your imagination. Oh, we, we have to leave. So what's? Oh, the... why are they staying? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are staying. Where are they doing? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I just have to go. Okay. <laughs> what What's the origin? Have you ever heard the origin? Like, how did this start? Where every single house? Yeah. I don't know. And people think I'm exaggerating, but it's literally every house you drive by has a sign on it that says its name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even when I went on my visit, I remember Treggs, when he says in coach, was, was driving me around to like get to different the rink or going to show me the business school. And he's like, yeah, as you notice, there's signs in every house. Like That's been here since I was here because he went to Miami in, I think, early 2000s. Same thing. Like That's just – that was a tradition. That's and crazy. that's how houses got passed down, like – different sororities they kept the name and or if someone got a new house i think we there wasn't a, a name on our house because it was someone might have lived there like a, an actual person that lived in oxford and we found a sign that said camp hope and we live in camp hope now that's what it is you know like, that's where we're at that's good shit yeah it was it was cool how every that's like yeah because now that you i didn't even really think about it like people are like oh yeah we're gonna go to this house like people would yeah. have to like be like an address like i don't know where that is like like bar down, yeah, I know where that yeah, is. It like, yeah. like there's no. I mean, like, I mean, we kind of had the same thing in college. Like we had every single place that we would have gatherings at. Every single place had a name. Yeah, like, Antill, um, Pita Pit, four twenty, which was our, which is the house I lived in because the address was literally four twenty. Yeah. Um, the bin, the bunker, you know, there's always, yeah. but we didn't have signs out front, like letting people I think that's, know. I think is. that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite yeah. part about driving around that campus. And also the, uh, the bagel, break, bagel and deli, bagel and deli. What's it called? Is that? Is yeah. That bagel what? and deli. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So and insomnia cookies. Well, yeah, that's my go-to yeah. six pack those every are, night. Yeah. Those are dangerous late night. Like either go to insomnia or you're. But if you know if you went to Bagel and Deli, like that's where everyone went, you're waiting until three o'clock to get a, a sandwich. Oh yeah, it was insane. But it was it was worth it. Like you're so you're hammered. You're like looking for a nice just bagel, and they have just every like anything you can imagine. Like 
Doritos with like turkey and avocado cheese. Like, oh, it would. Why did I not know about it this place? It was so You've, good. You, we, I went there all four years. Every time we played there, went there. It was it, isn't there. And Chipo- Schloss tweets about it too. Isn't there a Chipotle right across from the hotel? Yep. Yeah. And then yep. there's a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. If you went where that Chipotle is, if you go straight back the other way, like probably how you came into town, it was it was probably two blocks over from your hotel. Oh, on the shit. main on the main drag. It was kind of tucked away. It was next to a, another bar. Damn, I would have loved that place. Yeah. It was next to stadium. Oh, it, it, was, was, it was elite. Yeah. yeah. Cam, so Cam, good. Cam Johnson and I, we were roommates in Miami, and we both crushed a six-pack of insomnia cookies each night. <laughs> They're so good. Dude, God. Thursday night, Friday night, insomnia. 12 rack of them. It's like 20 bucks. I mean, so <clears throat> Miami, we, I've actually got a few... Those were always some of my best road trips going to Miami. Just the the the, the, the rink you yeah. you roll up to the rink and when when we first started playing, you guys you guys had an unbelievable team. Um, so there's a ton of fans there. Mm-hmm. And you, we talked about like student sections at different different rinks. Well, Miami's got possibly it's right up there with the Lawson Lunatics, where they're right behind the glass yeah. when we're warming up. So, like, I would always just, you know, like, you're always, like, fist bumping the glass yeah. when the guy's flicking you off yeah. and just chirping you through the glass. Yep. And you're just like, okay, like, <laughs> this, is, this is great. I love that you're here. Yeah, but it was like, okay, so the students were behind the glass, but then everybody else was, like, on top of oh, you. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. unreal. Yeah, they're, unreal like, like, over your back yes. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it got loud in there. Yeah. It got loud. I unreal loved that place. Yeah. 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 yeah, the first year we played was our, with the NCHC. That was, like, the inaugural... Yeah. Open. And when it was on uh, national TV, I remember that. I think it was on like FSN or whatever it is. F- yeah. Equivalent to FSN. But yeah. Simmer, Dylan Simpson took the face off. Yep, there with Zarnik. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. 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 That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Always loved. That's one where like, you know, Olson, Olson and I don't complain that we take a charter flight yeah. home after the game. Yeah. Like when we, when the game ends, we go straight to the airport, fly home. Not complaining, but Miami was the one all of us would be complaining at. Like, yeah. no, yeah. we got to stay here an extra night. Because, yeah. like, yeah. you know, like, you're you're driving to the ring during the game. You're driving to the ring pregame. You see oh, yeah. all these girls and everyone out yeah. on campus. It's like, we got to stay here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that one year, the fire alarm starts going off at 3 a.m. Oh. Or t- it was like, it was like probably one, it was 1.30 a.m. or something. Fire alarm starts going off. All of us get into the bus. Fucking fire alarm. Rico probably pulled it, fucking guy. <laughs> and we're all sitting on the bus, and the coach is like, they're taking head count. Like, whoa, where's, where are these guys? There's two guys. <laughs> you, almost, <laughs> you almost name dropped. I was about to, was just, about to just sell na- them out. Just name drop. I was about to sell them out. Name <laughs> drop them. Name drop them. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so anyways, these guys were injured. They're not sleep. They're not at the hotel. They're at the bar. Beauties. So we all leave the hotel and they're like, well, we're missing these guys. And everyone's like, you guys got to get back. We're on the bus. Fucking fire in the hotel. So they ended up running to the bus from the bar, which isn't far. You know, like we're right yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, it's right there. So they end up running the bus and get on the bus. And I don't know. The coaches probably knew, but they should have, you known. know, there's. The coaches at North Dakota are really cool about that kind of stuff, so they yeah. probably just 
depending on depending on the situation had we had we lost or whatever that next day they probably would have been like fucking guys are out partying whatever yeah but we won so it didn't but yeah Yeah. that's that's one place i would have really we all wanted to stay every time and we actually not to not to you know Rain it on you, Richie, but we did win the Penrose. We were battling for yep. the Penrose in Miami. That was my junior year. Yeah, yeah, so whoever won that game basically won the yeah, Penrose. Yeah, the first night. Yeah. 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 You guys beat us. And we happened to win. So we had the Penrose, and we're just all going up to the coaches like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Let the boys play. Yeah. <laughs> Put the curfew at 3 a.m. Come on. <laughs> yeah. They didn't. But, no. And that was the year we, we actually – so most of the time – we stayed in the town, like right downtown. Well, yeah, we had to go stay out in Houston Woods. Yeah, one I of those. That. Yeah, <laughs> that year we had to stay out in the boonies. It was like uh, you know, you see Hot Tub Time Machine, where they you know they drive up to that old resort where everyone used to go in the eighties, but now it's just run down and shitty. Like the place in Wheeling, West Virginia. No Wi Fi. You know, yeah, <laughs> that place yeah. Ass. exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we're like, you know, we roll up and we're like expecting to see some guy come out with like, you know, half hand, like, take my strong hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh my God. It was horrible. Like, crows were coming in. It was, if I remember right, the food like wasn't great. Yeah, they had like deli ham and shit, no Wi Fi, no cell service. Guys are freaking out. They can't text their girlfriends. Like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm rooming with G- General Patton, <laughs> like, the t- two most complete opposite humans on earth. I love General to death. He was like super passionate and he was a great captain. But like, I wanted to like f- fucking laugh and have fun. And General's just <laughs> dialed in the whole weekend. <laughs> like, that literally uh, sounds like the Wheeling, West Virginia. It's hotel. exactly like There's that. No, you you have nowhere to go. You're forced to eat there. The food is brutal. You feel like you're in like the 1970s hotel, like. <laughs> That, hotel's massive it's for sure haunted yeah you know by something yeah because <laughs> it's been around for years you know there's obviously some ghosts roaming around these yeah. halls yeah especially out in the woods like that, that was quite the change from that hotel downtown that we stayed oh, no, at that was like, nice that too. place is unreal it's yeah. right down there yeah and then you go out to the woods <laughs> and some Houston old woods. ski lodge feels like it's Hack like, what, what is going on Acnuity is doing coward. Yeah, you walk into half the rooms like, no, you got a non-smoking room and it's just straight cigarette. <laughs> it just darts. Oh, well, they didn't abide by the rules here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. Um, but Richie, I did want to ask you, so you're in Miami. We, we always talk about this. What's your favorite place to go on the road? Um, I'll have to say either playing-wise I mean, even though I had a bad experience, North Dakota, just because like the you walk out from the bench, locker room bench area, and you look up, and it's just the sea of green of people, <laughs> just like hovering. Like you literally, I I can like picture. It. I just walk out and you're like, holy shit! There's just people everywhere. It's going crazy. Like it's like and growing up in Minnesota, you always hear about the Ralph, and you always watch like the Sioux go for rivalries. So like now you're there like playing in the Ralph and you're walking out and you're like, holy shit. Like it, it was sick. I loved it. Um, and then just hanging out like after you guys, like we would go to, I think we went to Joe Black's and yeah. the baseball guys are buying us rounds of drinks. And then 
Anthony Lewis was, I think, texting you, and you're like, "Let's go!" Like, was that the night? Yeah, that was the night. Yeah, this is the night. Yeah. Let's, let's get into this now. <laughs> so then, yeah, we went to Joe Black's, and the baseball guys were like, "Oh, what are you guys doing? Are you the hockey guys?" We're like, "Yeah," and they're like, <laughs> "They're kind of chirping you guys. I'll throw that out there." Like, "Oh, you're way cooler than our hockey guys. We'll buy you drinks." And they're just coming down with like trays of Bud Light and trays of shots and we're like the baseball guys hated us for some reason I don't yeah I we, wasn't really part of that maybe older guys were but there was a feud there we we discussed yeah. this on an earlier episode where the the teams kind of clashed at North Dakota yeah. like the football, football yeah, yeah football basketball yeah. and and baseball like it was all like, it was weird yeah. it was super it weird it was partially because of some of the guys on our team yes yeah the older guys. The older guys. That's how it was team. for us. Yeah. Was a cu- we're, they were accustomed to, you know, like, we're this team. We're not another team, you know. Yeah. yeah. We have these friends. We're a tight-knit group. Yeah. And a part of it was you, like, you know, you let a bunch of people into parties or where you're at. Things can go, you know, AWOL. It was part partially responsible on those guys. But I, you know, as soon as we were a little older, we had no problems no. with yeah. The basketball. We were was, hanging out yeah. with the basketball team, the football team. Unfortunately, the baseball team got cut, so we didn't have one when we were older. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were kind of made amends. And, like, when we our freshman class first got there, like, everyone hated the hockey team. We're like, yeah. all right, we got to change this. So we started becoming friends with, like, the baseball team, the football team, just because we are like, like it, it'd be so much better if you go to the barn. Like, you just know everyone and yeah. have a good yeah, time. Yeah, you know? so like, Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah getting, getting back. So we get to this. We finally were, like, just – having a good time like we're getting after like we're not paying for a single drink you're like of course all of a sudden anthony lewis is like hey i'm, I'm texting osmus uh, like let's go we're going to hang out with the nodak guys like they got a party at their place and like for sure like we went party with the denver guys the duluth guys were like we love this type of stuff like let's go like so we go there and i remember we some guy at the bar was like oh yeah like i'll drive you guys we had no idea who this guy was we're like all right yeah sure he's like but i only got a small car I was like, I'll take one for the team. I was like, I'll go in the trunk. So I got in the trunk. We had like eight guys in there. I'm in the trunk. Like, yeah, you guys rolled up with a bunch yeah, of Yeah, I'm just feeling every like bump in the road. <laughs> we get there and you guys had a great party going on, like a bunch of people. And all of a sudden you guys are playing flip cup. And we're like, we got to do this, you know? Like, So it was Nodak versus Miami. We were playing flip cup. I think it was we did a best of seven. We went game seven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was back and forth, back and forth. Like all of a sudden it's three three and like we're having a good time. Everyone's loving this. Like people are on things, like watching like overview, Standing birds of view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're just all lined up and all of a sudden we're like, all right, game seven, we start this, get down to the wire, Nodak wins. We're like, fuck. We're just like, but we're all like having a good time. We're not sulking all of a sudden. Some I don't know who started it. If it was like you guys or someone in the crowd, and they're like, "Fuck Miami," he <laughs> said the story yeah. last week. And we're like, "Fuck Miami," and we're like, all the guys are like, "Fuck Miami." We just joined in. We're just going wild. They all just the joined in. Everyone just yeah. having a great, yeah, like, the best time. Yeah. We're all just like high five. Yeah, like, we're like cheering. Yeah, fuck Miami. Like it was just wild. Like that was something I'll never forget. It was a blast. Like, I mean, back to one of the hypotheticals. That's like what you like that's you'll never forget that you know like that moment like we went out with Duluth like my senior year Duluth we played Duluth in the playoffs first round at NCHC in Duluth we lost we're like all right yeah that sucked 
hour later, we're at the Duluth house partying with them, like, yeah. in the basement. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you hate each other on yeah. the ice, but you're all so similar off the yeah, ice. You just, like, realize, like, ah, I kind of like these guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Nodak was probably, like, my go-to. What's the like, best part place. about that story? Was that the same weekend that your birthday was, or is that a different weekend? That was uh, that was my junior year that that happened, this party the sophomore year was the weekend before or the year before. Are we getting into that? Was it? <laughs> yeah. Your birthday, the birthday game? Yeah. <laughs> Tell the birthday story. So it's his birthday. Yeah. He's playing well, North Dakota. Wait, we got to get to the night before because this leads up to it. Like, yeah, yeah. So the night before is Friday, Valentine's Day, whatever. Like we play and uh, sophomore year isn't going very well for Miami. Like I think we won maybe three games total after Christmas before we went on that run, the playoff run. So we're playing, and uh, it was a close game, like 3-2 it ended up. But I remember one time in the third period, I was in the corner, and I got absolutely crunched by someone. Like, elbow to the ear hole. Might have been you, Ole. I don't know. Were you there when I was, when I was a sophomore? No, I would Some been. other <laughs> big, bigger guy, a bigger forward, and I just got absolutely like, just crunched. Like, it wasn't those where I like, fell or anything, but I just felt his elbow straight into my ear hole, and I was just kind of like slowly getting back to the front of the net. Puck went out. I get back to the bench and I'm like, it was towards the end of the game. I was like, I'm I'm out of it. Like, whatever. So then that night, like, I just have a terrible headache. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm just, my, maybe I'm dehydrated, whatever. Next day I wake up and I was like, wow. Like, I for sure have a concussion. My head is just absolutely throbbing. But it's like, it's my birthday. I have family here playing at the Ralph. I am not telling anyone I have a concussion. I'm playing this game. Like, it, it, you know, like, yeah. to, you don't, yeah. it was, yeah. you, we've first, all done those. Yeah, first years in NCHC, we, this is our first time at the Ralph. Yeah. I was like, I'm playing this game. I shouldn't have played. I should <laughs> not have played. Um, all of a sudden, before you know it, it's uh, nine to two. I'm a eight, we'll say eight two. I was a minus, no, it was eight. No, it was, it was nine to one, I think. Yeah. Ended up nine two. So it was nine to one. With about three minutes left, I'm a minus seven. <laughs> we score. Happy I get, birthday, Rich. We score. I get down to minus six. I ended the game dash six on my birthday. And by like goal eight, goal seven, I think, the Ralph ran out of fireworks. That's how bad it was. We ran, we ran out of fireworks. They, oh, ran, they ran the building out of fireworks because they were scoring so much. I remember like the, oh. the fifth goal, I was standing like the net's over here. I'm boxing my guy out. Shot comes Hits me in the leg, goes straight. Hits like the center of the net. We get back to the bench. They pull the goalie. Willie's next to me, and Rico comes down. How the fuck do you let that happen? That hit the middle of the fucking net. Willie looks at me. He goes, "It hit Richie." I was like, "Yeah, it hit me. I'm I'm minus six now." Like, <laughs> it's like oh, fuck Richie. Like, I will. Yeah, I should not have played that game. Like, and then that's when downhill like the next day i was my head was even worse at the airport i'm like hey uh jason uh i think i got a concussion like my head hurts and he goes okay we'll get you a test when you get back do the concussion test out i was my scores were way off like for sure (laughs) a concussion and that was actually my last game of my sophomore season oh really ended a dash six on the last day (sighs) yeah so that was that was such a good so we had two weeks you, after that that like I was just out. I just wanted to 
get my test going, I can make the NCHC playoffs, pass my test, and then we that's when we started actually playing well. We're like, yeah, you're you're not gonna play. So I was like, oh. so I just got axed the rest of the year. So that was my last last game uh, of the game of the dash dash six on my birthday. Hey, a plus is you got enough ice time to go dash six. Right. That's, That's a huge plus. Because yeah. like, if I'm dash two, I'm not seeing the ice. That's my max. No. I think every coach had their max level. Like if Gage is minus two, he's going to the fucking locker room. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't have even been able to touch that. No, never. Yeah, it was, never. It was bad. Dash, that was dash one of those. Seven. That was one of those games where everything was just going our way. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, everything like yeah, the thing the puck was going in the corner and it hit me in the leg yeah. and went in the net. Yeah, I was like, and I know how like because I played North Dakota with the NTDP, so I know how ridiculous those fireworks are oh, yeah. when they get blown off. You get you just get scored on. And you're like fuck me, like you're pissed, like skating back to the bench, and all of a sudden, poof, poof. <laughs> and you're like flinching, you're like flinching on the ice, like. Oh, oh. What the hell is going on? And you're looking up, there's fireworks going off. You're like, Jesus, get me the hell out of there's here. There's no better start than scoring in the first 20 seconds at the Ralph because it's absolute fucking madness for the next oh, yeah. 60 minutes of gameplay. Oh, yeah. The fans are going fucking <laughs> You score 20 seconds in, and all of a sudden, a minute later, boom, again, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that would fucking suck to play against. Sucks to play against, but... It makes you riled up when you're oh, playing. Yeah. Oh my Absolutely. gosh! Absolutely, such an advantage doing that. Yeah, yeah, um, we, yeah. I'm glad the Ralph got used <laughs> that night. So with the fireworks, <laughs> that was fucking brutal. Yeah. Oh. So what's the community like after college? Um, are you and your Miami buddies still pretty close? Still talk? Yeah, yeah we. Uh, I mean, it's tough. Like, I feel like. A lot of us are from all over. Yeah. Like Chicago, um, Kato's from Cote de Casa, California. Willie's from DC. Morris is upstate New York. Gase is like New Hampshire. Morris, area. by the way, I fucking hated that guy. Kevin Morris, <laughs> huge, huge guy. But, anyways, for whatever reason, whenever we play him, he just try to run me. And he's, that's fine. But I didn't like it because when we were in juniors, I played him in Dubuque. And. I'm breaking the puck out, pass up the boards. He just crunches me as hard as he can. I break my collarbone. Collarbone done. Worst day of my life, you know. Break my collarbone, get off the ice. We got to drive back to Ann Arbor 10 hours on this on this bus. And I've got a broken collarbone with ibuprofen. <laughs> and my eyes are wide awake. They're wide open all 10 hours. Just <laughs> every bounce. <laughs> And the whole time I'm thinking, fuck this Morris guy. I hate this Morris guy. And then all of a sudden I get to college. We go to Miami. He's playing on Miami. And I'm like, oh. I might two-hand this guy over the neck. He, he's a competitor. Yeah. He's actually he plays, a really he good guy. He plays hard, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy off that. Isn't it weird, though? You typically there, like those guys. There are, yeah. there are always guys that, for some reason, you just go head-to-head against. Like, mine against Duluth wolf nick wolf yeah we yeah. i'd go head to head with him every single time but anytime i saw him in duluth it was like what's up man like yeah. but every single fucking time we played yeah. it was me and wolfie going at it it's something yeah. about being on the ice where you just like you have nothing behind it you just hate a guy you're like yeah, i hate <laughs> yeah. you yeah then you see him off the ice and you're like 
I don't really hate you at all. I actually kind of like you. But then we're back in the ice the next day, and it's like, I fucking hate this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just your I face. Don't I don't know. Yeah, it might be just your face. I don't know. Maybe your stick, your tape job, kind of brutal. <laughs> You're kind of dusty. Fuck you. You got a candy cane, and you don't have 50 points. What are you doing that for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to yeah. the community. Yeah, yeah. We t- it, we're we're pretty close, I would say. Um, I mean, we have group text and chit chat here and there. Um, it's like people are kind of at that stage now. Where we're getting married and stuff. So last summer we had a few weddings, and yeah. those are like highlights of the summer. You yeah. know, like all the boys are back. You haven't seen each other for a year, or two years, and it just gets wild. It's like you're in college all over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're. I would say we're pretty close. I think I've. For the boys and uh, my grooms, being my groomsmen, and then which guys are those? Got Weidman. He was a year older. He's a groomsman. Morris. Yeah. Um, I got Willie, Jay Williams, goalie, yeah. and Matt Cato. Nice. Yeah, those are the groomsmen from Miami guys, and then all the all the rest are obviously hopefully gonna be able to make it or they come. So, yeah, we're it's we had a we had a close group. The, the brotherhood. That's the yeah. best part. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The brotherhood. Way to, way to, brotherhood. Way to slide that's that another, in. Thank, <laughs> thankfully, you said that. I forgot about that. That's another one. We're like, oh, we're playing the brotherhood. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is, some, the that is something we, we mocked scared. a lot. <laughs> oh, the brotherhood's oh, in town. Oh, boys, the brotherhood's <laughs> yeah. here. But it is kind of sick. <laughs> it's kind of cool. We yeah. got that. But we're all brotherhood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they like think trademark. they're pretty sweet, huh? Yeah. These brothers in the hood. <laughs> oh man that's good um but yeah I, like that's the best part about college is i don't think you really get that in pro or no. even before that um you get those college friendships and you kind of all just stay in touch the whole time because yeah. yeah nothing like is like those college workouts like spring and pre-season. the shit you like, go through yeah, yeah it's, it's just like, not the same as like yeah pro you might have a few days of training camp and that's it like you go through shit when you're in college. Yeah. And I think it's completely because, like, pro, you just go wherever you wanted or whoever picks yeah. you or whatever. But in college, you all chose that spot to go yeah. to school. So, like, you you have that extra little bond that, right. like, you chose to go mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, and with pro, like, you could be gone at any second. I mean, college, you could, too, if you leave or transfer. But, like, that's where you're there. You're there for four you're years. You're there. Your yeah. feet are planted. Yeah. yeah it's like... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but anyways, so you, you go on after college. <clears throat> I play with Richie in Utah. You spent four years there. What's the transition like? And obviously, I, I know, like, Salt Lake City, you got really lucky. Some guys have to play in Rapid City or, yeah, you know, wherever. Wheeling. We're yeah. in Salt Lake, You know, you're in Salt Lake City. Yeah. It's unreal. You know, what? what's the change of pace there? Yeah, I, um, I don't, it was. I wanted. I honestly wanted to play. Like guys, usually you have like right after the season they go play in the A or they do get somewhere to go play in the coast. You know, or um, at the end of my year, I had to have uh, I had a AC separation and then I ended up having to have foot surgery. So I was like, kind of screwed. So I went into that summer and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get with a team, but if not, like I'm gonna have to go find somewhere to work. You know. So luckily. My assistant coach called around and got a hold of Tim Branham, and he's like, "Yeah, well, Tom Burnham, Tom Tom Burnham, yeah." So, <laughs> um, I think <clears throat> rookie Max or rookie 
yeah, Ricky Max, my first year was like 525 and he signed me like 500. I was like, I don't care. I just want to yeah. go somewhere and play. So cheap fucker. Yeah. yeah. I just, and I was like, I don't really care. Like I, like you said, I got lucky with Utah. Like that's such a, a great spot. And, um, it was kind of there, there, Idaho and Idaho is great too. But I kind of looked at, they had a lot of guys already signed. I was like, I want to go somewhere where I know I'm going to hopefully play. And yeah, that I got super lucky and obviously was there for four years. So I, I enjoyed it. And I mean, the city, it's, it's a little different. Like you, obviously you were there, the Mormons and the alcohol laws and stuff like that. But just like waking up and seeing the mountains every day. Good and clean city though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like kind of weird, kind of different. Yeah. But different on Sundays. Very clean. Yeah. Just yeah, a good feeling city. Yeah, and like there's so much to do there, like not necessarily like Yeah. Like you, you can do just, whatever yeah, you, you want. just go go walk in like yeah. go for the walk in the mountains, like go on a hike, like drive to Park City. Like I never skied, but I went there. I loved going there to watch people ski or just that strip like bars and just hang out and just the atmosphere, like yeah, there's so much. Like you go out and see Morton Salt Mine, all the Salt Lakes, yeah. and you go out to this island, the Antelope Salt Lakes, Island, yeah, Antelope Island, where there's buffalo rolling around, and yeah. then you go, you know, go yeah, outside it was, the it's city. Crazy. You go up to Park City. Richie said he didn't ski, which he probably doesn't know about me, but I was skiing you, all you the were time. Snowboarding, weren't you? I was skiing all the time. wasn't allowed, but I'd just be like, "Oh, you and Ratsy? Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to ski. Ratsy? No, it's fine." <laughs> you go Ratsy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Ratsy would go skiing all the time. You weren't allowed to ski. What? No one's allowed they, to ski because if you yeah. get injured, you're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. Yeah. It's it. But I'm like, I'm not going to get injured. You yeah. know, you start the day off going down the runs. You know, like, oh, we got a game tomorrow, but you know, let's just go down the greens. Just yeah. have a, you know, have a nice leisurely, you know, fun ride, and then. Towards the end of the day, you're like, oh, the greens aren't good enough. Let's choose a black diamond. <laughs> and then you're testing yourself, and then you're like, oh, okay, that that might be why they don't want us to ski, but we made it down. <laughs> I was always nervous because my, my first year, I tore my MCL in half. So I was like, all right, if I was just nervous about my knee, I've always wanted to, and that would be the one spot if I could ski would be Park City. Like, you literally ski down the mountain right into, like, the main strip, like right where people are outside, yeah. like having beer or coffee, like the, right it literally goes the, right there. Like people kick off their skis right at the bottom, right where you're hanging out. Like we could be having a drink and be like, oh, he just he's done. He's yeah. done skiing. It's it's like that's, that's it'd sweet. be so fun. Like, that's where that's where Shelby went the other weekend was yeah, Park City. She had a blast. Unbelievable spot. Yeah. I mean, it's a little spendy. We didn't, yeah. If you get an Airbnb there yeah. and stay up there, it's right, yeah. it's spending because there's a lot of big wigs up there. But yeah, yeah, still no, that's, that's sweet. I loved my trips to Utah. We only went once, but we yeah. were there for whatever two or three days. I remember I was texting you. I was like, "Where do I go? <laughs> yeah. when, when, did you go when I was? It had to have been your last year. Yeah, yeah did I you? That. Yep. Did yeah. you end? Um, because of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, because we played you guys and Florida that year. And yes. Newfoundland, we played all the Eastern teams. Yeah. yeah, so we came up to you guys. We played against Idaho for one or two maybe, and then we came up to yeah. you guys. Yeah, I think you guys played Idaho Wednesday, us Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had yeah. that, uh, who's that little forward? Um, Yo, Keith. It, a- Asian fella. Yeah, Yami. Oh, uh, Yuri. 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 That He's guy. A little magician. That he guy was, was nasty. He was so good. He His was, hands were crazy. And then who is your D partner? That guy was a moose, too. The big fella. Rob Mann? No. Ro- Rob <laughs> Mann is my 
best buddy. Shout out Rob Mann. Shout out if Rob Mann. Do I love that guy? I Mayor, oh, love Manor. Had him in Orlando. He was my. He James was James Melendi. No, no, he was. Uh, who's that was, who's uh, the fu- who's the Tegan's on? Yeah, that yeah. big guy. <laughs> that you guy not, was a unit. You do not want to catch oh, yourself. That's Coach's on now. <laughs> yeah. it, is he, he's coaching? He's assistant coach. Yeah. No Zani, shit. Zani yeah. used to. So Zani is a. Full time. I mean, he's a hockey player. Yeah, he's an old school hockey player. He yeah. knows why we're playing. We're playing because we're playing to win the game, and we're also playing to fill the seats. Yes. So, whenever there'd be a you know sold out crowd or a big crowd, he's fighting. No one would want to fight him, but he's like, hey, there'd be a, there'd come a time during the game where he just you know there's a scrum and he'd grab a guy and he'd be like. You don't have the option here. We're going. There's a lot of people in the stands. We're trying to sell tickets. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. That and the guy's guy. like, every time the guy's like, no, 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 it's okay. No, 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 I don't want it. And he's like, no, we're going. You guys you guys had some fucking muscle. We did, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. We had I, like him. We had my, last year we had like Joe Wegworth. He was a big yeah. unit forward. Um, he was a program guy. He went to, yeah, yeah, uh, he was, yeah. <clears throat> Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had some, we had, man. I wish we would have been able to finish that year. We had some. We had a good team. You guys year. were. You guys were very good. Yeah. I think uh, we had Molino, could, Griffin, Molino, you, yeah. Tim McGully. and you had uh, Misco was down. Yep, he's a good Misco, goalie. Yeah, Ty Lewis, yeah, Wag, Ryan Wagner's with yeah. Colorado, like from Wisconsin. Yeah, Baron, you know, Bear Dog, all those guys. Oh, yeah, we had a yeah, we had a we had a solid team. It was. Yeah, that was a that was a fun trip. I liked that one a lot. I'm I'm not very much outdoorsy but i thought it was a very cool spot yeah. like that was just, just the mountains yeah like it, was, it was very cool yeah the one time we got to go out to orlando in florida the week before is when i blew up my knee oh no didn't get really? to go parents already had plane tickets and everything so they <sighs> they're like yeah we'll just go on a vacation now so they got to go out there and I just got to sit at home, never got to play out there. And, oh, that was so oh, that's rattled. brutal. So is that why you retired, Richie? Was your knee? No, that was my that was my, having my first year. My last year, I was just kind of ready to be done. My wrist was bothered. Remember my wrist, my yeah. second year, re-injured it again. Kind of my third year, got a cortisone shot, still bothering me. In the last year, like heard it right away. Like two games in, it's like, okay, you could either get surgery now, be out eight weeks maybe three months or like another cortisone shots last one you can get battle through it i was like okay yeah i don't want to because i kind of knew going in that was gonna be my last year so i was like yeah might as well but by the end of my that like march when covid came like my wrist was like deteriorated yeah. like you yeah. could see like both bones like all my like muscle was out of there it was it was crazy but then that's when season ended and um it stayed supposed to get surgery friday they called Thursday night at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. Hey, COVID, all elective surgeries are banned. Like, you oh. can't get surgery. Yeah. So now I just had to muscle it throughout the summer waiting for COVID. And then finally they flew me back out in August and I got surgery. So I had to go whole, all summer just. You went what? back to get. Yeah. Like, they because they, they had to pay for it. We're, yeah. They're trying to work it out to have, like, one of the Vikings guys do it. So I don't have to worry about flying with COVID. But they're like. That's just too much, and it's a coast, you know. Like yeah. they're not gonna pay for that. God so, no. Yeah, I had to fly. They had to fly me back to Utah, yeah. get my surgery, and the next day I had to fly back home, and my wrist is just throbbing. I'm like on the plane, like trying to elevate it. Like yeah. it was a nightmare. That 
Injuries are brutal, man. Nobody, I feel like that's not talked about in hockey yeah. a whole lot because just play with it. Yeah, there's just a lot of people that play through it. But um, my first year, I, t- I busted up my MCL as well. And guess where we were playing? In Orlando on the practice rink against <laughs> Idaho. Why on the practice rink? Because they couldn't reschedule a game, and there was an Orlando Magic game. So no one's there. You're playing like a scrimmage. We're playing a scrimmage on an Olympic sheet on our practice in our practice facility, and big Keegan, whatever the big Keegan Keegan Kanzig, I towed him. He threw a hip out, took my knee, snatched my knee right out from under me. That's yeah. how it ended my I mean, first my, season. My knee was up in Alaska. Uh, I had to fly home with a freaking oh. brace on, no knee. Like <laughs> Same thing, though. I got a hip hip right to the knee and yep. just blew it. right. right Inst- it yeah. Knew it instantly, yeah. burning like a mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I injured my – the reason I got surgery on my, shoulder, my right shoulder was I went to hit a guy in St. Cloud. So I, not a lot of fans know this who don't play hockey, but every – rink is different with their boards some boards you know you you run into them they give like a foot oh yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like jumping on a trampoline yeah well in st cloud their boards are cemented in it's like this yeah so you hit that wall it's like running into a cement wall so i (laughs) I go try to hit this guy um i think he ducked or like i kind of missed him but i was going full speed and just (laughs) crunched my shoulder and my shoulder actually popped through the back. You know, like when shoulders pop out of the socket and like guys are like, hanging. I have one. Yeah. And you have to like push it back in. Well, my shoulder was like, my shoulder run through the back. So it was like sitting up here. Ish. And I had to go out with it, but it was all from those St. Cloud boards. Like if they just had a little give to them, it yeah. probably wouldn't have happened. But same thing that Idaho boards. Yeah. Because they're down in like that cement. Yeah. Like, yeah, basement of the hotel. And freaking, <laughs> yeah. they're literally cement. Like it doesn't move. Like the boards are literally pushed up against cement. Rich, yeah. do you remember when Meller speared the fan in the face? <laughs> yeah, on Idaho, on the bench <laughs> yeah. in Idaho. Yeah, that's wild. So you play in Idaho. That's why they have the tarp up now. Yeah, be, when, you when play we in there, Idaho. There, there's glass right behind the bench, but there's not glass on the sides. Okay. So this guy is the whole game just hanging over the glass with his face in our bench, just screaming like, wow, he wasn't even like chirping us. He was just like, wow, like screaming at us. And we're all just like, who is this fucker? Like we can tell he's hammered. Well, it's towards the end of the great, it's towards the end of the game and he sticks his face out again. He's like, and one of our guys just fucking turns towards him. And spears him in the face. <laughs> Just <laughs> spears his face. This guy starts bleeding everywhere. <laughs> He's just, everyone in the crowd is freaking out. Cops are down there. It was, it was insane. Wild. Cops are in our locker room after the game, like, well, Indy, you're arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the guy didn't, the guy didn't press charges because Melendi went and Took a picture with him and like signed something. Yeah. <laughs> stick, I think. Yeah. They, like, they had a truce yeah. after the game. Here's a stick like... I speared you with. Here you go. You can have it. <laughs> but, uh, oh man! Yeah, yeah, now now they put up a tarp there. I remember my last year. So fans can't 
Kind of like that witch dog. Be smart. Remember the witch dog guy? Yeah. <laughs> There's always a guy from each one of those towns. Yeah. This is nuts. <laughs> but uh, well, fellas, that was a good Wednesday podcast. Thanks for coming on, Rich. Yeah, appreciate it. Always good to see you, man. Love it. Been a pleasure. That's it. That's a wrap, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye.